Brian Powell of I Run Far here with Courtney DeWalter after her win at the 2021 UTMB. Hello. How's it feeling? <laughs> I mean, I feel good now. <laughs> so, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Did that feel good? <laughs> that was pretty fun. Yeah? yeah. It was fun to make it uh, all 107 miles. And that's a lot of miles. <laughs> it is a lot of miles. It's pretty far. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty far. Um, so you didn't have any real huge down points out there during the day yesterday? Nothing really huge, no. I think as far as 100-mile races go, it was like pretty steady. It was pretty smooth. There weren't any huge hiccups. And I think anything that did come up, my husband and I just managed fairly well. So there was you were like able to nothing. assess and... Yeah, and just keep everything in perspective, like... Um, I think we were both of the mindset, like nothing's a big deal and we'll get to the finish line. So let's see what that looks like. Is that a change in mindset or is that just a, you're maybe thinking of that perspective more after not being able to address things at Hard Rock? Yeah. And I think lining up for this one, I mean, it was no matter how long it takes, I'm going to make this whole loop because after Hard Rock and not finishing it, I just wanted the adventure of a hundred miles. Mm -hmm. So um, we were ready for whatever got thrown our way, and luckily nothing huge got thrown our way. Yeah. yeah. So in the early going, you're either behind with or a little bit in front of Mimi. Like, what, what was that first half the race like? Because, I mean, well, you were together, essentially. You were in Cormier. Yeah. In the yeah. aid station together. Yeah. Funnily enough, we were so close in time always, but we didn't run one step together. Really? You were yeah. never in sync? No. And I saw her like 100 meters behind me at one point and was hollering at her to come up and join me because I love Mimi and I would have really enjoyed some time together. Um, but we were also just kind of both, you know, holding our pace and doing our own thing. In that first 50 miles, 80K, you didn't feel like you were, didn't feel like you were racing her, cat and mount, nothing? Just No, for like, sure not. Absolutely So how did not. you not sync up? Like, I know, I know. Well, I didn't want to wait <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then have her be like, no, I, I want to run by myself. Because, you know, sometimes in your head or yeah. um, I know for her to translate to English because I don't speak Swedish is difficult. And so um, it was fine, though. It was like a comforting friend nearby. You know, it didn't feel like we had to like play games or yeah. try and trick each other. It was just like Mimi and I out on this course together. And yeah, like, like nothing artificial or anything about like Lake Cole to me. And yeah, 30K, I think she came in first. You had a little quicker time in the aid station. Nobody really rushed it. But then you're going out like, and it's not like you're just like, good luck or whatever. Like you're like stopping like, hey, you want to go out? Like, yeah, like, yeah. And same at Cormier Air, we were there together. Yeah. And we, I was like, come on, Mimi, let's go do this. And she's like, get on, go. <laughs> <laughs> and like she was even a couple, like you were there, I think four and a half minutes before her or something like that. Maybe it was six and a half, but like she was much quicker and she was only like two minutes behind you yeah. going out. Yeah. I uh, I never knew exactly where, but it was always like Mimi's there and, and that makes me feel great. Nice. Yeah. Uh, at some point she wasn't there, nor were any other women. Like at some point in that middle, second, third of the race, like you open up a pretty gap on the big gap in the field. Did you ever know that or hear that at all? No, probably the first time I started to get the time splits was maybe like Champé Lock. Yeah. Um, which I don't like 
if I didn't get any the whole day, it would have been okay. It's nice to sometimes get a little update, like yeah. is there some breathing room or no breathing room? Yeah. But in general, I would say I'm going to be putting in as much effort as I can anyway, so some yeah. a time split isn't a game changer. So you're pretty self-motivated in that regard. Yeah, for sure. Like, Regardless of like whether you're in first or fifth or whatever, you're going to yeah. give what you have. Yeah. Yeah. Smartly and paced wise, but like <laughs> that's the hope. <laughs> yeah, that's the hope. But uh, oh no, we're getting. Is that the paparazzi? That... <laughs> Cheers, paparazzi. Um, so, what does motivate you then to run that good time? Because at some point you did, must you know you're a half hour, you're an hour ahead in the women's race. What keeps you giving your all? Uh, for every race, that's my yeah. hope is to cross the line without any questions of like what could have been or yeah. if I tried a little harder or dug a little bit deeper. So if I'm going to race, I want to leave it all out there. Yeah. And that, that means you're racing, I mean, for a good portion of the second half of the race, you're in the top 10 overall. Are you then just trying to pick off, pick off whoever's in front of you? If you Connors is there or... Yeah, and or... we kind of yo-yoed a little bit, but um, for sure it was like, you know, are there people to, to find, but also just like how efficient can I be on this section mm -hmm. and still save a little bit of juice for that last climb out of Valerce. That's a climb, ain't <laughs> it's it? It's the worst. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had that in perspective of watching, like being at the finish line and seeing you oh, going up that climb I, on the... On the I dislike it a lot. <laughs> it did like... It did look like you were having fun on the downhill. I know. It's just so technical yeah. and steep. And my legs were toast. Like, they felt like... So from Valor scene to the finish, I was out of juice. And I just hoped there would be a little adrenaline left to, like, help me push over. I don't think the adrenaline worked because my legs were just rubber. My feet weren't picking up. So I was tripping on everything. Um, yeah, nobody caught, like, some sort of superwoman going down there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I felt lucky because last time I raced this in 2019, um, that happened at Champé Lock. And so it was oh. 30 miles of it versus 12 miles. And you, mentally, that's, you can parse that out and manage that. Like, yeah. I'm tired. There's 12 miles to go. Yeah. One uphill. <laughs> let's just get to that fire road. <laughs> and you were saying you and Kevin were assessing and, and mitigating challenges that came away. Like, I heard you talk a little bit. Like, it, that climb from Cormier and descent to La Folie, like not everything's, you know, huge low patches, but everything's going great. Like what little things like did you have to assess and, and deal with out there? Basically at Cormier, I switched to full liquid mm -hmm. diet, um, which had been in the plan, but I thought I could make it to more like mile 70 mm -hmm. before I switched to just liquids. So we kind of pivoted for that one just because solids weren't working anymore. Um, I did lose some of it up on the top of that uh, climb out of Cormier, but I don't know. It was just a one and done. Like it was just a rejection. Like yeah. Just, I think I just drank too fast or yeah. It was not like you were feeling nauseous for 10 or 20 no. K before. It was just. But when I started throwing up, I was like, oh no, I'm like having flashbacks of hard rock and like, is this where it goes downhill? But really once I threw up and started running along that, like rolling part to get to Col de Frey, mm -hmm. it was fine. So it was like, it never happened. Nice. Yeah, I'll take that yeah. any day. <laughs> so 
you didn't have any major challenges out there. You, you made your way around. Were you th conscious of or thinking at all about, like, you were running a ridiculously fast time? No. No. Never <laughs> crossed your mind. No. In retrospect, do you know that right? <laughs> like, it's kind of for some years, like, the, the, I guess I hate using boxing metaphors, but like the belts get separated between the different associations. Like there was a record on the shorter or like the slightly faster course without the pyramid calcaire. And then there was that course record. And like you kind of brought them back together because you ran faster than any woman had on that more the traditional or older hundred mile route. Like Yeah, I didn't actually even know Rory's time. Mm -hmm. um, I knew it was in the twenty twos. I knew it was like really crazy and that she's super talented and amazing um and then I, I don't know when i'm running it's just too hard to do the math <laughs> for things so i saw maybe the time in champé lock and i was like oh there's still like quite some hours before we're in the 22s mm -hmm. but i had no idea what those last three climbs to the finish line take so um i was just going as best I could. Yeah. yeah. And you can't do more than that. And but like now that it's finished, can, do you feel proud of that? Like, what do you think of like, <laughs> I know you're a humble person, but like, <laughs> that's got to sink in at some point. Right. I feel psyched that, um, it feels like we like put it together pretty well. Like we were never rushing through aid stations i feel like out on the course i was never rushing i was always trying to like keep the reins pulled in a little bit and keep that 100 mile distance in mind for pacing so never pushing it past what felt like 100 mile pace mm -hmm. um and then just like i don't know the i think the little things add up like doing our cruise stations like at aid stations i think we were a little slower than normal because a lot of times I'll just bust in, you know, we'll do the bottles quick and then get out mm -hmm. of there. And I spent like, I don't know how many minutes at Corma Hair, but a lot. Yeah, five or six minutes. Yeah, that's quite some for us. Um, but I feel like we were just like very diligent about, you know, what do we need? Let's do it well and do it right the first time so that out on the trail, there's less chance for problems. And I think that kind of stuff. So you slowed down to speed up because you were... On, on comparing apples to apples, you ran a couple hours faster than you did two years ago. Yeah, I do feel like in general, just my whole feeling about the race was just like, be chill, like stay chill through everything, pace and aid stations. Now it's fascinating because you're taught, you're like describing your race, but you're using we and our, and I think that's really cool because I assume the other half of we and our other part is Kevin, <laughs> like your husband. Yeah. Like, but it's a, like, it is a big team effort. For sure. Like, I mean, this sport to me is a team sport with him where my legs and feet do the distance, but I mean, he's part of that finish line as well. And he's also like, there's a, a yin and a yang to it. Like, I feel like your person, like, obviously you get like along super well, but like your personality's are very complimentary. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's the numbers guy. He's the analytics and <laughs> logistics, and you're like, I'm here, I'm going to run. Yeah, what, like, which way do I go? <laughs> do I go now? Okay. <laughs> and, like, what's that like? Like, do you, do you have to parse that out, or are you just like, hey, Kevin, you're, like, doing the logistics? No, do it. it just kind of naturally happened. Um, he's been crewing me since my very first 100-mile attempt 
in 2012 and neither of us knew anything about the sport and just sort of like fell into the things that we were like a little better at figuring yeah. out. So he was like instantly, you know, loved the data and like figuring out splits and looking at courses and stuff. And I just love the training. So then I got to like, this is going, this is taking things a little sideways, but <laughs> oh, I so, love that. Let's go so, okay. If, if we're going to slide over here. Uh, so say Kevin is going to run high lonesome next year or something like that. Yeah. You're crewing him. Who the hell's taking care of the oh, logistics? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're bringing in like Meredith Terranova or somebody like yeah. getting amalgamated to your crew? Yeah, it's a good question. And we have flipped roles where I have crewed him at a hundred mile race and um, it went okay. <laughs> <laughs> From your perspective. <laughs> but he's the numbers guy. So he's crunching numbers while anyway. he's running. Yep. So, and that's like what he does like in his job, in his work, like yeah. he's technical. Like, I think his brain is just a spreadsheet. Like if you looked at his we're brain- We're just like watching the matrix. Yeah, and mine's like a like tie-dye, like jelly bean factory. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh. <laughs> tie-dye jelly bean. I need tie-dye jelly beans. So oh, yeah. heck yeah, does anybody make the Jelly bellies are pretty close. Yeah. So, um, is this it for your season? You got anything, any fun adventures this fall? I mean, I hope you do. Yeah, I hope so too. Um, I know Big's Backyard is supposed to happen in October. And so that will be the next like official race, but I'm just really excited to be in Colorado in September and play in the mountains, maybe do some fast packing and uh, just have some fun. Less focus, just, yeah. Yeah. Do it, another thing that you love to do. Yeah, exactly. Now, like, is Biggs like 100% settled? Because you've just, you know, you had hard rock and you went quite a ways and had a rough go and then you have this. Like, are you gonna assess whether Biggs is gonna happen or you just go there and see what happens? Um, I think that format's pretty cool because it's just the four mile loop yeah. every hour. And so even if you're not 100% certain of your physical like readiness, you could show up and surprise yourself and, and stay in longer than you think, so. But we'll see. Yeah. Think you'll come back here either next year or sometime again? Or like, did, is this like done and dusted? You you nailed it. <laughs> no, it's not done and dusted. Um, but we'll see when I do come back. I love it here. So it'd be fun to come, you know, just be a part of it all again. Nice. Well, congrats on another great run, Courtney. Thank you. Thanks for being out there. All the coverage was excellent. Oh, thank you. Our pleasure. I hope you guys get some sleep. Me too. <laughs>